Episode 143, Yin's Entertainment Podcast. We're back in action. We're all here. Gang's all here. Michael and Alex, both here. Um, sad, sad news today in the MLB, as it turns out, the MLB is softer than baby shit. Uh, after Fernando Tatis was forced to apologize for hitting a grand slam? Huh? Huh? I don't get it. I don't fucking. I thought I understood the rules of baseball, and it was to score as many runs as you can with, while also giving up the least that you can. But it turns out in a professional sporting event that if you score too many runs, you might be a bad guy. And it's something that I just can't wrap my mind around. Uh, for those wondering what the fuck we're talking about, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Padres. They were up like 10 runs late in the game. Bases juice, 3-0 count. The pitcher decides to groove a fastball down the dick. And Fernando Tatis being arguably the best player in baseball right now. Being a poppy chulo. Yeah. Decided, I'm going to fucking crank this ball out of the stadium for a grand slam. Same oh, thing dude. I would do. If somebody fucking throws it over the plate like that on a 3-0 three and, three and count, are you supposed to not fucking hit it? Well, and here's the thing is, like, the consensus seems to be on Twitter, because this shit's all over Twitter. People are fucking enraged, as they should Look be. Look at these unwritten rules. It's like, yeah, they're not rules. That's the fucking thing, dude. All these unwritten rules of baseball. Fuck your unwritten rules. I'm going to score as many yeah. runs as I what can. What about the written ones? The, <laughs> yeah. the, the team that scores the most runs wins the game. Or the no cheating. Right. Well, and there you fucking go. So, the unwritten rules of baseball. Let's start there. I fucking, I've always hated this whole unwritten rules of baseball shit. Don't step on the pitcher's mound if you're not the pitcher. Fuck you. I'm on the diamond too. I'll step wherever the fuck I want. Don't run up the score, especially in an MLB game. Fuck you. Again, I'm out here trying to hit as well as I can, trying to prove a point for one. He's a young talent. He has a lot to prove. Uh... Try, in a 60-game season, trying to win as many ball games as I can, any way I can. 100%. Like, the fact that this is even being talked about is disgusting. And, yeah, well, 2007, the Rangers beat the Orioles 30-3. to So, where, where was – I'll talk about that. Right. And so the consensus seems to be on Twitter, especially from other MLB pitchers, like, no. Even that pitcher probably understands. I grooved a fastball 3-0. Of course he's going to fucking dick her down on it. It's like, literally as simple as if you don't want him to hit it, you better have something filthy or it better be out of the zone. Or don't thro- don't fall down 3-0 in the count. Or 10-3 to in the game. Right. And it's not so much... <laughs> even like the like the I don't think that pitcher who gave up that grand slam has even said anything. No, he's he, been suspended for 3 games because immediately after that he threw at Manny Machado, which is fucked up. So the Rangers pitcher and their coach was suspended from the game. Or suspended uh, ejected yeah. and suspended for 3 games. And yeah. rightfully so. Because the manager got a one game. Yeah. That's just that's tough. <laughs> I mean, well, it's like, no, bro, screw the manager. Yeah, you look like a pussy. It's like you're good, so you're gonna get up out of your little dugout and raise your concerns because your pitcher just gave up a fucking yobble. Well, and here's the other thing too: is even the Padres' own coach, the Padres' own manager, was like, you know, that's not something that we want to do. Yeah, he. It's like, what the fuck do you back. mean? And now I saw someone say, like, yeah, now that manager just lost the clubhouse. Like, how are you not going to stick up for your player? Yeah. Who is potentially the future of the MLB? He is the best baseball player in all of MLB right now. It's insane. And you're not even going to have his fucking back? And so, therefore, he was forced to apologize for literally being good at baseball. Would I, I really somebody I make it make sense, ever. please. It's stupid. I mean, it's, dude, this is one of those things. I, dude, honestly, I feel like slowly over the years, I'm starting to like baseball less and less, just for like little things. Like, dude, this year it was uh, 
with the whole pandemic, how long they took, and then also with the cheating scandal, the Astros, and how there was basically no punishments fucking handed out. Then we're fucking playing 17 games uh, to make up for lost time. That's fucking stupid. Uh, I mean, do, uh, today's example, like, I I like I catch myself liking baseball less and less. Well, you mentioned the Astros. Tatis Jr. was forced to apologize for, again, just hitting a grand slam and being good at baseball. Not a single Astros player from that World Series team that was cheating has apologized for any part of it. Yep. Again, make it make sense. It fucking doesn't. And the problem lies in all the old heads in baseball who are like, oh, this isn't the game that we know and love, you know, clean it up type shit. It's like you grew up playing baseball because it was fun. You enjoyed it. It made you happy. I can only assume that when you make it to the major league stage in baseball, that still reigns true. Like, I'm playing this game because I love it, and it's fun to me, and I'm going to have fun with it. And you have all these old heads who are like, no, you can't have fun in baseball. Stick by the rules, the unwritten rules, and play the game that we know and love. I mean, you saw it years ago. It all started with the Joey Bautista. I think it was Joey Bautista bat flip. Jose. Jose. pirate Not Joey. Duh. Jose Bautista. Yeah, the bat flip. People fucking... Was that that long ago? Damn. Looking at the article. Yeah, people fucking raised hell because, again, he hit a home run and he bat flipped. Yeah, and he bat flipped <laughs> to the, the hardest I've ever seen. <laughs> it was so sick, and I'm glad that he did it because now you got guys like Tim Anderson and players across the league that are also pimping baseball. Yes. Oh yeah. fuck, man, dude! It's that's why baseball is beautiful. It's me and the pitcher. If I'm in the box, it's me and the pitcher. If you, what if you give me your best and I take that shit yard. Yeah, I'm not I, I bested set you. the bat down and walk to first and then second. I'm going to fucking show you what's up. It's so hard to do. Right. And, and, and vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah, you see the pitchers when they have their K strut, you know, they strike them out and they, they're all fired up. Yeah, That's and, sick. Let's get more of that. And the, and the guy that's criticized the most for that, Marcus Stroman. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, Alex, you know, like, as the years go by, the less and less interested you're becoming in baseball. I think a lot of people are probably feeling that way for instances like this. And it's like, we want to see the the players having fun and we want to see sick shit like Fernando Tatis Jr. blasting grand slams to go up 14 to three. Like on a three count. If you're not going to allow steroids, especially so we can see some Yabo cities all the time. That's the only cheating I want. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say side note, I was watching the White Sox game on Sunday when they went, Back to back to back to back, which was fucking nasty. And here's the thing, dude. Tatis Jr. should be a White Sox right now. Traded for fucking James or Jake Shields, who Jeez. was like 45 years old to begin with and sucked. Just think, man. If they didn't trade him, who knows if they'd have the squad that they have now. That's true. That's a good point. But imagine it's if they like didn't. not like they traded for James Shields to make him their ace and have I mean, him. I mean, like, I mean, they just trust- had to clear up. They couldn't. I don't know. They had to clear up some space, maybe. Yeah, there's a there's a list of guys that think about that. They could be pirates right now. Yeah, know. right. But, I mean, imagine if it all worked out for the Sox. They kept Tatis Jr. They have him. You got Eloy. You got Luis Robert. You got Mancado. I mean, you have the best young lineup in baseball. James McCann. Is his name James? I'm, all, I'm on the James train today, I think. I know. LeBron James. LeBron James. But, uh... Anyways, back to my point is people are ruining baseball. Well, baseball's been getting ruined since we were born in 1994 when there's a lockout. But it just – there's so many new rules. There's yeah. so many new stuff. It, it's That's yeah, the other thing, too. Especially is, as a Pirates fan, uh, you're losing me. Yeah, <laughs> all the rule changes. It's like, why are you trying to fix what is not broken? You know, and uh, going back to the point of like you're losing me as a fan in baseball. Like, why are you you're trying to speed the game up, putting a pitch clock? You know, 
You can only visit the mound this many times. You got to pitch to this many batters before. Like, why? Seven inning double headers. Right. And I mean, is that it's COVID related, right? That's not a that wasn't yeah. going to be implemented prior. To. Right. So that's tough. But, but what was going to be implemented again is the in extra innings you start with a man on second base, which I I get. It's exciting to see scores or see no. runs scored. But no, like no, you are giving not. somebody a huge advantage. I mean, I know both teams get that advantage, but still, like having a runner on second with no outs and having nobody on with no outs is a huge game changer. Well, let's say uh, I'm the Padres and uh, we're going into the top of the 10th uh, and Fernando Tatis is up first. Sorry, his bat's gone. His legs are in second base now. Right, that's the other thing. Is you're taking the bat out of somebody whose hands it should be in. Or, and again, another rule, the DH thing. But if there wasn't the DH and it's like then the pitcher's up, then he gets a free ride to second base. Then you pinch run yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you bunt him over. Like, no, dude. This isn't Little League Baseball. These guys were hitting and throwing baseballs out of the womb. They're professionals. They right. don't need help getting to second base. And there's maybe the Astros do, but you know there's there's so much on the line, dude. Like, imagine if how many games you think a team goes to extras in a year? Maybe like that's a good question. Thirty. I don't know. You figure thirty times you lose ten games because you know the other team started the inning with a runner on second and they happen to get theirs in. I don't feel like it's 30, but either way, yeah. I mean, Just that's... over 10% of games go into extra innings. That's like 20 almost then, okay. In reality, 9.22%. So it's 18, like 18,000 out of the 199,000 games between 1871 and 2000. <laughs> that's a weird stat. I also, also think it's dumb that one league does PH and the other one doesn't. Right. I mean, and I, I think that it, it's dumb that there's a DH. Right. We yeah. talked about this like last week, right? Well, my, my thing is just either make it one thing or make it the other. Don't go half and half. Right. And I know that sounds kind of contradictory considering we were like, you know, why are you trying to change baseball so much? <laughs> but like, that's the one part of baseball where I'm like, you should definitely change it. Yeah. Like you said, one or the other. I would personally, I would love to see pitchers hit in both leagues. Yeah, because pitchers can hit, and then let's expose the pussies who can't. You're a ball player? No. Where's your stick? Step up to the plate. Let's go. Yeah, I guess also as, like, a big soccer guy, I, I try to think of, like, rules in soccer that have been implemented. That's like your goalie. If there's penalty kicks, your goalie can come up and kick. Like, he, he's part of the team, so he participates in the shootout. Right? I mean, some goalies do. Yeah. You should, because you're a soccer player, and you can kick the ball. And score and help your team. Same, Same goes for the pitcher. Yeah, but I, like, there's literally only one rule I can think of. But yeah, that's for soccer like that they changed. You mean? Yeah, it was uh because a lot of players were taking their shirts off. So now if you take your shirt off, it's an automatic yellow. Oh, it's only a yellow. I would yeah. still be taking my shirt off. Fuck it. Oh, for sure. But but yellows accumulate in over like in the season if you get too many. You get suspended like a game or like it's like the NBA with technicals. Yeah, and like say you're like in a tournament, say like you get a you have, you already have a yellow in the quarterfinals, you get another yellow in semis, you can't play in the final. That's so stupid. Oh, I know. I, I think it's so like well, it kind of depends like cup to cup. But it's so dumb. I, I but I guess like the, like that's literally the only rule I can really think of. And they implemented VAR. VAR? Like VAR where they can like go back and virtual yeah. Oh, augmented real or reality? R- referee? I got you. Well, and that's like and I guess if you look at it from a baseball perspective in that sense, it's like I think a lot of sports should do the the VAR shit like Yeah. Yeah, do it which I I think like like especially NBA, like how many times do you think? Yeah, calling a foul on uh, forward James Harden and they're taking it back. <laughs> right. Well, in regards to baseball, if we're trying to speed up the game so much, let's stop fucking inter- or reviewing plays. 
Right. Like I've always been a huge fan of the MLB because their umpires and referees have been like very good compared to every other sport. Right. Right. And the fact that it's so bang, bang, like, you know, just play to first base. They get that shit right. You know, they go to the reviews and it's like, Oh yeah, no, it's upheld. It's because they were right. Yeah. I hated when they implemented (laughs) that. that. How long to fucking review a play that, isn't necessarily going to change the game. It's just because they have a challenge available. Right, right. Stupid. I hated that they did that, but I think the VAR would be much different. And I don't know, like, I know a lot of people are like, why don't we have robot umpires? You never get a call wrong. You can never get a call wrong. False. Nobody's perfect, even computers glitch. Okay, well, better than a human, okay? But 100%. I'm in the camp of, like, I like the... Ability to have some kind of error in there, like you know, like I like the human aspect, especially to umpire. You're 27 at shortstop. (laughs) That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, but like I love human emotion aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think the NFL. Are you going to argue with a robot? Well, that's, no, he's, that's he's, the idea is there wouldn't be blown He'll chop your neck off, and then you're dead. <laughs> They're going to take over the world, and then we're all fucked. <laughs> Starting with baseball. But, like, you see, like in the NFL, a close first down play, they bring the chains out. You think they have those chains in the right fucking spot all the time? No. How about a fucking... There's video. You see the ref pick up the ball, and then... Right. Back. Like, how did you decide to put it right there? How about some virtual fucking robot shit where you get it right every fucking time? I mean, we know it's possible because they put a yellow line on our television yeah. for the first down. So, like, bro, yeah, you've got all of that right there. Fuck the chains. Give those people a job somewhere else. Like, they don't need to be bringing the chains out. You can see that with... It's 2020. It's 2020, bro. Grow the fuck up. We got up. that vision, bro. But again, like I, I don't want that in baseball. No, baseball is different. It is different, and I don't, I don't know why. I feel, I mean, maybe, maybe it's because like that's the only sport I really played. No, because it's different than every other sport. <laughs> but right, it's different. It, it's dude. so I, I can't really explain exactly the only, what I mean. But as like, far as I the know, ESPN, the pitch, the strike zone. Get that out of there. That's not. That is not. Correct. The strike zone changes every pitch. Yeah. Right. I mean, You're not wrong. So when you see right on the corner, 98, he didn't call it. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, no, that's – look at the position of everybody. Look at – it's it's hard to explain, I guess. As far as I'm aware, like the of all the major sports, it's the only sport without a clock. Now it's got the pitch to these, to these clock. Rules. I guess. And I said this, it was last week I said it, I think. That's I so- love baseball because there's a winner and a loser. There's nothing else that's between it. You don't get rushed. You don't have to hurry up and call a timeout because your play clock's running. Yeah, but it also it's- might take 17 innings for you to get a fucking winner. That's fine. You do what you it's do like to win. five overtimes in the NHL, I'm out. Fuck that. No. Not a chance. As a player? Oh, as a player, yeah. As a fucking spectator? As a Steve. Not- so imagine yeah, if not a so, did you enjoy when the Steelers and Browns tied, or would you have rather them played out until someone won and lost? Uh, it depends how long. No, I fucking hate the NFL hours. overtime rules. And no, there's I, not a chance I'd watch, I keep watching it. Then you're not a Steelers fan, bro. No, I'm a fan. It's just I have way more shit to do than fucking sit there for 18 hours. You don't have to sit there, I guess. Shitty, you know? shitty Steelers fan, bro. Yeah. Dude, that's how I feel about all these stupid overtimes that go that long. Like, or go. Or, like, how is it that you can't, like, come out with a solution? I guess this is just me, talk, like, talking soccer again. Like, we're, we're you like, talk whatever okay, you want, man. Dude, you, get, you go overtime, two periods, and then you go PKs, done. Like, yeah, like, so how many, simple. what's the average score in soccer? It's so much harder to put a right. ball in the back of the net than it is to put a run across the plate. If every baseball game was one to zero or two to one or three to three, then. Yeah, I would say let's make every game seven innings. Why do we play nine? But it's we just saw a dude got yelled at and had to apologize because he put his team up by 12. Right. Yeah. So, like, should be no mercy rule. There should be no time limit. Dude, the, the greatest baseball game I think I've ever, like, 
watched live. I can't remember what team they were playing, but the Atlanta Braves, they went into like some absurd amount of numbers, like 20, 24 fucking innings or some shit. And uh, it was like the greatest baseball ever. Just so much baseball. They played literally like three games in one day, but still, it was like great baseball and edge of your seat the whole fucking time. Like, holy shit, so close on inning 19. Like, here we go. Well, and me, this is going to be a name that you guys haven't heard forever. Uh, myself and Alex Fred Almendinger. Fred McGriff. Ah, oh, fuck. Alex Almendinger. We went to the Cubs-Pirates game at Wrigley when we weren't old enough to drive. His mom drove us. She, you know, the game went to 15 innings. We stayed for the whole thing on a school night. I felt so rebellious. I felt it was so sick. Like, yeah, bro, I love baseball. I love the Pirates. I love good company. Let's see who wins. And the Pirates fucking won. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I know what you mean, Tapia. It's like, yeah, bro, let's just go. But well, like, instead of saying like, let's I, go I would, and, I mean, like, I need I, to see a winner. You can't honestly, just hide. I would, I would say if it's Pirates, Steelers, obviously my team. Other than that, I don't It's even, different, like, but. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, but outside of that, I give zero fucks. Right. Like, that's why That's why I say, yeah, I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I'm not a football fan. Like, yeah. I don't watch anything. But if the Steelers had were on for five hours, like, yeah, dude, I'm going to watch that shit until they win or lose. Yeah, no, I agree, but it's it's it also like baffles me that there's like there's like you can't come up with another scenario where like you could potentially like end the game because like okay, say you do go twenty four fucking innings and literally there's no runs from any nine until twenty four. Let's say there's no runs from one to twenty four zero zero. Exactly, like dude, that's like, fucking good baseball, baby. But. I will say, like, that's one of the reasons that a lot of people don't like baseball. So, so, so I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying also to captivate, like, people and get those views. Like, yeah, you might be like, yeah, that's fucking amazing. I'll probably watch a few innings. I'm not going to set for 24, but the average person is going to be like, no chance. I'm ever, I'm fucking watching the end of that game. You know, like, yeah, I, I know, I'm with you like, 100%. People. But that's the thing is, but it's like if you're not like a baseball, baseball fan, money. It's not about it's not about you enjoying the sport. Like they're in it to make money, you know. That's what they capitalize on. Well, and I'm trying to think, like you just said, if they're trying to get more fans or bring more people to the game, I think you need to change the game, not just shorten it. It's the same game, and then you take away the home plate collisions, you put it in a pitch clock, you do this. It's like. No, dude, <laughs> stop juicing the balls or stop tightening the laces on the balls. Let the players juice. Fucking make it more exciting. Don't just shorten the length of it. Yeah. Because it's the same game. It's still going to be terrible. The Pirates are still going to get their ass kicked, even in a 60-game <laughs> season. God. I know. <clears throat> so, I mean, if you're listening to this at this point, the the one or two people... We will talk Pirates baseball on this podcast, but uh, we are going to interview somebody tomorrow to do so. So we'll throw that onto this podcast. And... What's up? And really quick, um, it's it's Roberto Clemente's birthday today. Um, Get out of town. Or it would have been uh, today, August 18th. He would have been 86 years old. So I'll save the rest for tomorrow, but... Well, happy birthday, uh, Shout out to Roberto. Mr. Clemente. Shares a birthday with my girlfriend. Very cool. Didn't know that. That is sick. Wow. Does your girlfriend have 3,000 hits in the MLB? No. Sick. <laughs> no, she does not, but uh, she played softball growing up. <laughs> I believe it. So there you go. Shout out, Roberto. Yeah, shout out, Roberto. The man that was born twice. Excuse me? <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> It's one big fucking rock. Except one of those two people are real. <laughs> oh, I love oh, no, it. Lightning strike. <laughs> fucking love it. Uh, let's talk football, though, so we can save up the rest of the baseball for tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Artie Burns fucking tore his ACL. Did he for real? Yeah. He already tore his ACL. Artie, See, Artie Burns. I do it. I feel so bad for that guy. Damn, yeah. bro! You it, <sighs> he was deep. I I mean he 
he was a liability, but I mean, I I really thought that he had a lot of room to grow. No issue. And I was hoping that the with the Bears, he would be able to at least be halfway decent there. You know, like say a little bit, like find his feet a little bit. Because I think you know, obviously, the way he came to Pittsburgh, a lot of pressure. You know, things started not going so well for him. Maybe a change of scenery was going to go a long way. It's unfortunate that towards ACL. Well, it's funny you say that because I saw some sports writer, I think it was like yesterday or two days ago, talking about the Artie Burns and the Bears situation in their defensive roster. And they were like, Artie Burns, you know, at camp or whatever, is slotted as the second cornerback or whatever. So that hurts. Yeah. does hurt, but the guy was like, does that mean there's something going on with the other two cornerbacks they have who are supposed to be really good you know, players? They're, they're younger dudes, I think. Haven't yeah, really played well, like, much. The guy that's stepping in for Artie is uh, he's a rookie. Right. So they got some, some guys that were supposed to be good. They're like, why? The guy, the writer was like, but why would Artie Burns be your second corner? Like, let's be honest. Because he was the number one pick out of Miami. Yeah. And, True. and uh, honestly, by his experience, they're like, you know what? Like, we don't want to throw these rookies yeah, it's also in the corner and, like, just fucking have them get burnt right away. Yeah, so we're going to put Artie in there yeah. so they can learn from his mistakes <laughs> and do the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Well, that sucks, especially if he's going to be their number though. two. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Artie. Artie, what a good name, too. Great name. I always give Aaron shit because she never pronounces the word already. She always just says Artie. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Not even close. Yo, the, St- the Steelers worked out yeah. a couple guys yesterday. Like, dude, you already ate? <laughs> you already ate? You already ate. Like, you you know what I just said. It sounds like. Already? No, actually, I was like, why did you say someone's name and then <laughs> the word ate? It's like you saying, you Alex ate? Yeah. Yeah, we're like, what? Ulysses S. Grant? Ulysses. He's on the Steelers, or did they cut him? Gilbert? It's hard to say. Is that a Psalms guy? But anyway, uh, so the Steelers worked out a couple guys yesterday, and one of the receivers' names was Ray Ray McCloud, and that has to be, hands down, the fucking best name in the history of names. Dude, I was say, that, he just sounds like he catches everything. Well, dude, the first name Ray Ray alone, that's like some... That's almost like some... Uh, Sounds like scary movie. Right, right. Like, you almost did it as a joke. You named your kid Ray Ray. I don't know that that's necessarily his his legal given name, but I hope it is. Fucking A.O. Ray Ray. I, I feel like... His is. name is Raymond. Raymond McLeod Third. That's He's an American football wide receiver who's a free agent. He played college football at Clemson. Right. Born in 96. He's 5'9". Ty, was that that hard to Google? He's five nine. No, it's not. But that name's almost just as good as Ray Ray McLeod. Raymond McLeod the third. RM three baby. Better than RG three baby. I don't know. That's pretty sick, Kim. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I was like, what are those yeah. in the league? No one barely got. That. I've always been jealous of my cousin Frankie, because uh, his initials are FJC three. It's like, bro, that's so nasty. My initials are ma'am. <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. It's ma'am. Hey, ma'am. Ray, who, who else do they work out? And do we know anything about these workouts? No. Did I get a workout with them? Yeah. Uh, Ty ran a, a four eight. No, he ran a five eight, and they sent him home. <laughs> uh, no, they would see me run that four seven, and then be like, "Yo, you could be our number three receiver this year." <laughs> yeah, for a fucking practice squad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, for a Pop Warner to you. <laughs> they're like, listen, we're going to keep you around. You got some serious speed. You want to return some punts? But like, yes, but as soon as I get hit, I will break Dude, into a million I, I pieces. I love how you keep saying this, and you still have yet to go run those 40. Well, here's the thing. Well, he knows he can do yeah, it. Yeah, so I know I can do it. any rush. He just, I mean, it, it's us, dude. We got to put the clamps You guys are the shit. ones that are adamant that I, I can't, so fucking set it up. Let me know. Give me a time. Give me a date. How many times? I've said it a million times, dude. Okay, tomorrow. Bring the stopwatch. Bring the whistle. Bring the cones. I'm going to run a Yeah, bring some Gatorade and water and call an ambulance. When we were camping, Ty said he would run it right now in his split flops. I was like, there's no shot. I'd be like, okay, now you're going down to a 6-8. Yeah, we want to get you in the right mindset. 
Dude. I want to. I'd love to see you run a four seven. I I honestly think oh, I'd probably do. be better if I ran it drunk. So <laughs> be better off. I don't know, man. You gonna rip like six shots before you run it? <laughs> no, I was thinking more like drink ten beers. Yo, speaking of drinking ten beers, this is re, this right here makes me want to crush ten beers. Vance McDonald on Big Ben. I would say he's all the way back. The most I have ever seen, this is the most I've ever seen Ben in terms of his hunger for winning a championship. I That's fucking right love, out of Vance's mouth. Love, love to hear that. And also, I saw a video of him throwing passes to Chase Claypool. Bo- him too, dude. They both look ready for one second i'd just like to remind you guys if you forgot because earlier today i forgot eric ebron's a stealer oh yeah i didn't forget that i would never forget that bro that's so sick dude and here's what's funny is like on twitter all these lions and uh, colts fans are just like talking so much shit about him i can almost guarantee you he will have his best year statistically with big ben throwing to him I don't know that. He just came up with a 12-touchdown season. Yeah, that's true. However, I'm right on board with you. He's going to kill it. Ben has never had a tight end like that. Since fucking Heath. And Heath wasn't like that. So he's. I really don't think he's ever had a tight end uh, as Ebron. Um, the closest thing was probably Xavier Grimble, who they never panned out. That's who I'm sure they wanted Xavier Grimble to kind of pan into that. I will never forget him fumbling in Denver. Dude, when you say Denver, all I think is Tim Tebow. Uh, so just stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, Ty, what time's dinner? Oh shit, Six, seven. I gotta. We gotta wrap this up in a minute here. We gotta leave say, at six thirty. Questions, dude. So where are you going? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so we're like, going to Shaku. Shaku? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, real quick. Shaku, seven o'clock, Tappy. I'll pick you up. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Um, Madden Twenty One has a new backyard mode for six v six, and it, it's like the it's like a remodeled. Um, street. Street NFL Street, and I'm pumped about it. Oh yeah. Do you have enough space to download it? Yeah, I was like, Are you gonna play that over Call of Duty and Fortnite? No, <laughs> no, and no. <laughs> no, and that's dope, but my biggest problem, just like everybody else, fix the fucking franchise mode. Right. Like I'm still I play it's Madden twenty. And on the side or no, it's Madden nineteen, sorry, because I'm still doing my season. But on the sidelines, they have random ass people that don't even look like characters and no names on the back of their jerseys. And it's like, bro, there's so much shit that you need to fix in your game before you roll out different stuff. True. All right, go ahead with these questions here. All right. They're again, they're number one. They're very easy. Cool. Okay. Um, so the number 75 is retired in honor of what Steelers great. Is that, uh, Joe Green. Drew, yeah, yes, Joe sir. Green, right? Yes, sir. Um, if we got that pitcher, wrong, we were terrible Pittsburgh What Pirates pitcher claimed to have thrown his 1970 no-hitter against the Padres under Ooh. the influence of LSD? Doc, Doc Ellis. Ellis baby. Decent. This one might throw you off, but you, Ty, it's directed at you. Who won the Super Bowl um, XII as a Steelers defensive back? But he also won Super Bowl XLI as a head coach of the Colts. Who? Tony Dungy? Yes. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yep. In 2008, what quarterback um, and Pittsburgh native chose Ohio State in what Sports Illustrated called the most anticipating signing day announcement in history? He just got shot recently, or he got attacked by his girlfriend, and he was supposed to, you know, work out for the Steelers. He was mentioned on oh, yeah. Twitter uh, and Instagram. He wants to play for the Steelers. He's not signed right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martavis Bryant. Nope. No, no, no. Uh, he didn't go to Ohio State. No, fuck. What is his name? 
Terrell Pryor. Um, what member of the Pirates won his first National League MVP award in 1990 with an average of 301, 33 dingers, and 114 McRibs? 1990? 1990, Pirates NL MVP. Barry? Yes, sir. And um, what... Latrobe or what Pittsburgh native was inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame in 1974? Oh, okay. Just Pittsburgh native? Uh, it's Latrobe. And Latrobe is where the Steelers do their training camp. Okay. So I'm just going to say Pittsburgh. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 1970? What Pittsburgh native was inducted into the ho- World Arnie Golf? Arnie Palmy? Yes, sir. Damn. How sick is that? <laughs> It's so nasty. All right, get, give us uh, one more here, Mr. then Rogers. I gotta fucking I gotta leave. Um, in two thousand, which Pittsburgh native paid two hundred and eighty-five million dollars to become the majority stakeholder in the NBA's Dallas Mavericks? Oh Mark shit! Really? Mark Cuban Is he from, from Pitt? Pittsburgh. Really? Yep. Who would have fucking knew that? Uh, I think we'll come on the podcast. <laughs> he, always, he always talks about it on Shark Tank. Yeah. And. Last one really quick, because it's another one I didn't know. Uh, what QB in and Pittsburgh native led Notre Dame to a national title in 1977 and then also won four Super Bowl championships? Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Joe Montana's a quarterback, you friggin' idiot. From New Eagle, Pennsylvania. That new new. All right, dude. How insane is that? Well, thanks for those. I fucking forgot all about these, and I'm really digging them. Um, yeah, same. All right, so we were, we're going to throw this on to our interview with our guest tomorrow. This will air tomorrow, I guess, uh, Wednesday. But, August 19th. Uh, yeah, August 19th. Um, check us out, though, on our website, yinzertainment.com, Y-I-N-Z-E-R-tainment.com. Uh, social media at Yin's Daily, Y-I-N-Z Daily, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to that channel. Um, episode 143, we will be back next week. We'll have a guest as well. Um, look out for that. So uh, episode 143, we out ya, boy. All right, so we're going to have to reschedule with our uh, guest that we were going to have on the Talks and Pirates Baseball today, but... Uh, We'll reschedule for next week, hopefully, and uh, we'll get him on here shortly. Definitely have to do that. But for now, we'll just knock out some Pirates baseball on our own here. The show goes on. Um, so knock it out of the park? Yeah, knock it out of the park. Um, it only counts if it's fair, though. Yes, yeah. which we know now that, it doesn't, replay, that it, doesn't it doesn't really matter. matter if it's fair or not. I mean, don't ask anybody in New York to you know, look at that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could talk Pirates baseball, but it's almost like, do we really want to talk about misery like that? You know, pain pain and misery. Yeah. You just want to talk about being sad. Yeah. You want to talk about bad times in your life? Is that what we're doing? Like, dude, insert like comment on a Pirates, uh, post right now saying, you know, you guys get me bullied at school. Yeah. 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 Uh, which it literally has is at work, not school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get boy to work for it. It's it's tough being a Pirates fan in Chicago with the Cubs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Being a Pirates Penguin Steelers fan outside of Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, but like, but like, I, I, I it's feel the like... easiest being a Pirates fan. Cubs fans have nothing against me because I've not, never done anything to them. But the Penguins and the Steelers, they win, and people hate those teams. But, no one hates the Pirates. No, but, like, there's just too many times you can talk about – you can, like, give a lot of digs. But if they go – Stefan. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Grave Digger. You know – What you say? Grave Digger. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Well, well – <laughs> Well, I was going to say, well, like, yo, somebody talks shit to me about Steelers. I'll be like, really? Like, you want to fucking compare yeah. to me? Yeah. Like, or they talk about 
you know, the Penguins, I'm like, look, the Blackhawks literally weren't relevant until like 2008, 2009, and then finally 2010, they did something. I was like, and you know what? If you really want to get down to it, let's throw it back to 92 when we fucking swept you over four games, baby. Let's go. Got him. Got him. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say the same about the Pirates, dude, especially this yeah. year. I mean, they're, they've got four, what, four wins? What are they? What's their yeah, record? They're, yeah, they're they're four and fifteen, and they're on pace for a thirteen win season. Yeah, and uh, the stat that I had seen online is, if this were a whole season, one hundred and sixty-two games, they would only finish at the pace they're going now with thirty-seven wins, which would be the lowest win percentage since the eighteen hundreds. How about that? How about wow. it? Wow. Well, I just want to say that if they win thirteen games, they're going to do better than what Roller <laughs> predicted. <laughs> What did he? What did he say they were gonna win? Less 12. than thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. That's you know what, dude. You should be on like baseball tonight, whatever. Like picking picking records for for teams because, dude, that was awfully close. You got me in the only place I need to be, be baby, and that's the entertainment. <laughs> yeah, and but, also uh, anywhere where sports gambling is legal. Yeah, uh, renew <laughs> this guy's contract with us. Yeah, absolutely. But. <laughs> Their postseason odds are one point two percent. I can't believe they're over one. Hey, listen, throw five bucks on them to make the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. I put five dollars on them three months ago to win the NL Central. Dude, what would be the payout? Like, what do you think? Throw five bucks on and win like five hundred. I put five bucks on them to win the Central, and it pays three hundred. That wasn't worth it. So you pay, you throw down five bucks right now, right now for them to make the playoffs. You're at least getting six hundred. Yeah, and also losing six hundred. <laughs> Or five, I guess. Well, ten at that point. Losing out. Already have five in. (laughs) (coughs) Right. Yeah, so um, coming up here is uh, August 31st is the MLB trade deadline. Do you guys think we're going to make another move, like, uh, to get an ace, like Chris Archer, or? (laughs) I hope not. I hope not another Chris Archer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because I think Derek Shelton – has mis- mismanaged mismanaged us a lot. Like there was a game where Stephen Brawl literally had no hits and he got pulled. He's you starting know? tonight, which is good. Yeah, and like, look, I get it. He's had some arm issues and stuff, but yo, the guys got zero hits. Literally, we gave up. We were winning. Uh, he took him out, and then we lost that game. That was like last week. I can't exact. I don't remember exactly. Okay, here it is. Yeah, it was. August second against the Cubs, he had three and in- they took him out after three innings. Yeah. No hits, no walks, four strikeouts. Dude, it's like, come on, like I get it, like yeah, we don't have depth, but like leave him in there in- at least until the fifth, <laughs> or at least until he gives up a hit. Like, yeah, there's I mean, look- absolutely no reason to take him out. Look at last night. Look what we watched, you know, in Minnesota, Cleveland. What did it was Cleveland? They played the Indians. You're thinking Minnesota because of the no hitter thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I was gonna say because it was a close game, three three, and then all of a sudden it wasn't the Pirates game. Oh, you know, but, no, I was referring to the no hitter. Where yeah. Like, no, they literally didn't take that guy out until he gave up a hit. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. I can't believe he was taken out. like what the fuck yo just as much as they need pitching though they also need some fucking offensive weapons because josh bell and polanco are hitting a combined together 280 with like a combined 50 strikeouts already oh it was colin morana so that's the thing is people just keep harping on freaking gregory polanco saying he's so trash and the whole team is trash. Right. Why why are we picking on Polanco? It's who's Josh, who's hitting well at this point? Um, I mean, I think Newman's leading the team with a 277 average. Yeah. Which, who, so no one. Who's, yeah. who's the guy we got to replace Polanco from when he doesn't play Jordy? Mercer? No. Jordy Mercer. I miss that guy. It's like Jordy or Jordy. Like something like that. The guy we signed. Phillips? It might be. Hard to say. No, hold up here. He got, dude, he's the one that got thrown out at second like a week or two ago. Jared uh, Dyson? 
Dyson. Yeah, yeah. Dyson. I, or Gerard. Yeah, Gerard. Dude's Dyson. quick, right? Dude, he got thrown out uh, at second when in the catcher did like a like a double like clutch, like, pff, fucking threw him out, dude. And because of that, the Pirates lost. Well, he wasn't the only reason, but that he was on. They could have won the game. Yeah. I don't know, man. They they need to do something different. Maybe bring up one of these young guys. Fucking bring up Cabrian Hayes. God damn it! No better time like now. Do I agree? Throw well, that's the thing. The that's the <laughs> thing. If we're gonna just dick around this season, let's dick around. Right. If we're dicking around, dick around. That's because, it. Because well, well. Also, can can you pull up the schedule right now? I think they've only been losing by losing by one or two runs for the most part. Uh, their negative thirty-seven run differential would tell me differently. <laughs> Dude, they're trash. <laughs> oh, I know. You don't even call me, dude. Here, I got the schedule. Uh, and the, and again, I mean, I know I sound probably like a fucking broken record, but the pitching is just keep, the good pitching we do have hurt. Facts. I'm facts. Sp- speaking facts. We know that. Well, and that's the thing with the trade deadline coming up is they've mentioned like um, Keone Kila. He, he would be one that would go. Um, and same with Joe Musgrove, but Musgrove's out with a triceps injury. So how are you going to trade someone who's not playing? Yeah. And then Kella, like our only decent closer. He just had COVID. Well, I mean, he's back now, but. Yeah, they're saying that he would be the best trade chip. And then, and, well, and well, what's that even get you? In return. Yeah, a fucking triple layer. I mean, yeah. no offense. Oh, <laughs> no offense. machine. <laughs> yeah. But, face mask. But somehow they would try to convince us that it was like an, a legitimate move to make the playoffs. Like, no, no, we traded them for these face masks that we need. Well, and that's that's part of the problem, dude. Is just like getting dicked around also by the management. Like, fucking do something for us, you know? <laughs> the, like. I said the Pirates' chances of making the playoffs are 1.2%, and the Tampa Bay Rays, also a small market team, 97.9% chance. That's because they have all the fucking Pirates players. All the good ones. All the good ones, anyway. So that's the thing. It's like, I don't care if we develop players. I don't care if we trade for young talent. I don't care if we play young people because they're not Pirates. They won't be Pirates. It's all for nothing. It's all for should- one and one for all, dude. There was talk about selling the Penguins uh, like around 2005, I think, or right before they got Crosby. Fuck, bro. How have the Pirates not been sold yet? Right. Good. I'm, I'm just saying, you put your savings, I'll put mine, I'll put savings. And then we can afford a authentic Keone Kila jersey. <laughs> then we could put a down payment on a $300,000 house. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I don't feel like the Pirates are valued at that high. I'm pretty sure we get him for a fucking steal. More than half a milli. I have $10 cash. Yeah, what is that? You want to go to Chipotle? Is that what's up? And I don't want to invest in something that's been down 99% in the last 10 years. I'm looking for something that's got that graph going up. Well, that's why we, we were buying low, so we fucking take it all the way up. I mean, that's like... Yo, yeah, you we, stay low while I stay high, buddy. High Mark Stadium. <laughs> Thanks. Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Facts. So, what do you say? We got uh, five minutes here. Should we rifle off some questions? Yeah, rifle off some more questions. Um, I I fucking can't get enough of these. All right. Um, On July 26th of 2012, what Pirates outfielder homered on the first ever pitch that he saw? 2012? Did Pedro Pedro Alvarez play the outfield? He just left the team this past year, and uh, he's probably seeing some cactus or cacti. Adam Fraser? No, he's on the Pirates. There's no cactus in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know. Starling Marte. Starling. Oh yeah, shit! I forgot he's not on the Pirates. Um, you guys would know that one. I wouldn't even know that one. Um, that one's an interesting one. <laughs> Dude, I thought you picked these out beforehand. Yeah, but they weren't intended for you. It was intended for the guest. In 2015, what Pirates pitcher made the first all-star appearance of his 17-year MLB career, but he never got put into the game? Huh. 17-year career, finally makes the all-star game, never used him. 
That's is that an unwritten rule? That's fucking horseshit. I don't know Dude, that one either. It's like inviting the Suns to the bubble and letting them go oh. eight no. <laughs> Well, Zion roll, dude. <laughs> AJ Burnett. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, or AJ Pierzynski. <laughs> I think Pierzynski. <laughs> Uniform number 33 was retired by the Pirates in tribute to what shortstop and original inductee to the Baseball Hall of Fame? There's no way I'll know this. There's absolutely 100%. Who's, who's the oldest Pirates baseball player you know of? Roberto Clemente. False. You know another one. He played shortstop. If you said his name, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that name. But his I... first name rhymed with Bonus, and his last name, uh, oh. Sagner. Bonus Wagner? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, That one you wouldn't know, but I it's super sick. Again, we'll save these ones. Like you said, Tapia, not fire them all off right away. Sorry, baby. Um... In 2000, what Pirates catcher became the first Pirate to hit for the cycle in Three Rivers Stadium? Jason Kendall. Bang. Wow. I have his jersey. Michael gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. sick. This, this, so this one here is one of my all-time favorite, favorite, favorite Pirate Rip players. Pirate. I don't know that you guys uh, that, even uh, know. Are you? Um, starting in 1999, what Pirates outfielder hit 35 or more home runs in four consecutive seasons Barry Bonds false he was not a pirate what year 99 I'm gonna have no idea started in 99 it was Brian Giles interesting also had his jersey alright give me one more then I got a boogie again I got a boogie oogie oogie what a hoodie alright so this is yeah this will be a good one uh, in 2013, what lefty earned the Pirates' first playoff win in 21 years and was also named the NL Comeback Player of the Year? What year? 13. 2013. Ah. Pirates lefty. Not Stephen Brawl. No not idea. Randy Johnson. No idea. If you paid attention the last few episodes, who did I see throw no-hitter? Liriano. Liriano. Mamazita. Hey. That's pretty dope. Nice. I forgot he was even on the Pirates at all. He was, yeah, I mean, based on that, yeah, he was nasty for the Pirates. Yeah. All right, I got to get out of here, boys. Um, again, for the second time in the last 20 minutes of this episode, Uh <laughs> all the links to the social media are there, the links to the podcast. Yins Daily at Yins Daily on social and YouTube. Check it out. All right, next week, oh, hopefully we will have uh, – we do have a guest next week for next week's episode, and then hopefully we will get the one we were supposed to have on today back on at some point. And uh, bada-bing, bada-boom. That's all there is to it. We're at you.